It's a Dapper Devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. Ladies and gentlemen, we're beginning our descent into LaGuardia Airport. Please ensure that your seat back is up and your tray table's in the upright and locked position. Ian. Claire. I am having some of the hardest weeks of my life. Are you? I am so stressed out. I literally, I feel like I'm having a panic attack at every moment. All right. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, basically, it's just that it's so dumb, but also makes complete sense. I went off my birth control, Mm. and now my body is convincing me that everything is sad. Right. Like, everything. I'll see something that, like, makes me really happy, and then a moment later, I'm like, but I don't have that thing. Mm. <laughs> that sounds like a day in the mind of someone with anxiety. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the mind of someone who was on hormones for 10 years. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I went off my meds because I think I'm having surgery later this year. Right. And so it's just like a whole thing. I'm. Mm. Well, dang. Yeah. Oh, well. And also just, like, a lot of really weird mishaps keep happening. Like, I'll get more to it in the thing that happened this week, but I don't know. I feel like shit is hitting the fan kind of in a slow burn. Weird. Like, things get progressively more out of sorts as the week has gone on. Okay. And so by the time – yesterday was Wednesday. Today it's Thursday. By the time you're hearing this, it'll probably be a week or two from now. Right. But I – yesterday, like – showed up to the auditions there were like four or five going on mm-hmm. i went down to the calls i didn't get seen at any of them i oh, had to man. pay 70 dollars to print uh music because the cartridge if it throwback to the thing that happened this week a few weeks ago right the printer ink that i bought ran out already like so fast so then i had to go get like professional printing services because i had to build an accompaniment binder for mm-hmm. this charity project I'm doing, and it was just uh, a mess. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God, that's stressful. Yeah, it's very stressful. Yikes. So anyway, I'm just, I'm glad that I have a moment to be sitting down right now. That's great. I haven't been sitting much. I haven't either. What's going on with you? Um, It's odd. I have, so, I had an extra day off this week, um, which is fine. But it ended up getting filled with all of these little busy work things that I've been either putting off or have been meaning to do or have been assigned to me. Yeah. So as a result, like, I'm setting an alarm every day, which I'm a morning person, but on my own terms. So when I have to set an alarm, I immediately can't sleep as well, and I yes. it's harder for me to wake up. What is it about the anticipation of missing an alarm that makes us stay up the whole night? I don't know. I think it's... I don't know. For me, it's like my body knows that I'm going to have to be awake at some point so yeah. it doesn't get truly comfortable. But what's weird is it's like you would think that setting an alarm would actually be a comfort, especially to people like us that like to plan. Right. You would think that that would be signal enough to the human brain. Like, hey, I'll wake you up when it's right. time. You won't miss it. You would think. I don't know. I mean, I in the past have like set alarms for the wrong time. like Where they've and- been p.m. instead of a.m.? Yep. Oh, and that I've, like, freaks me out. I remember one time in college, like, I was just thinking about this yesterday. Um, I, like, accidentally took a nap, and I don't like taking naps, but uh-huh. I accidentally took a nap, and I slept through a meeting of, like, what? yeah, of a board that I was on, and I'm the youngest on this board, 
so I feel terrible. Aww. Yeah, so, like, I think that, for me, kind of set me off with, like, how and when and sleep and all that. How and when and who and Yes, Google. I had to set an alarm this morning, so I'm like, eh. Oh, my God. Still waking up. You know what just occurred to me, too? Yesterday, I think it feels like it's a worse week because every time I think something is getting, like, progressively worse, mm-hmm. there's, like, a cherry on top of that, like, a little, like, fuck you. Right, 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 right. universe or whatever. Uh-huh. Yesterday, I was having the shittiest day I think I've had in New York since I first moved here. Mm-hmm. Like, one of those days where everything was so horrible, and then, lo and behold, I walked by a window, and who should be inside but my ex? Oh, no. Longtime listeners of the show will remember that my first thing that happened this week was about my ex from France. Mm. And there he was in a suit running his business. Yikes. I know he is the chef at this particular restaurant, but I didn't expect to see him in the window of the restaurant. Now, I saw him and he didn't see me. But you know that movie thing where you see someone through a window mm-hmm. and it breaks your heart a little bit? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was horrible, Ian. Oh, it was man. just oh, awful. Oh, that is that is exactly that cherry on top. Mm-hmm. That is Oh god, that's that is painful. It was I mean it was awful. And what sucked oh, the most was like I wish he looked like shit or something. Right. You always wish they like were but doing worse off. He was like wearing a three-piece suit and Italian shoes and his hair was perfect and terminal five o'clock shadow and he was smiling and Oh, I'm sorry. It was horrible. Although, that is to say, I mean, this is a good sign that I didn't remember that's why the day was so shitty until just now. All right. That's progress. Yeah, I mean, and it was, you know, five years ago now. Oh, yeah. I, it's funny. I was thinking the other day how I've ran into one ex once, and every other girl I've dated in college or adult life like, I have just never run into. Like, yeah. similar to how, like, I've walked several people's dogs, and I have, like, dog sat for a number of people in my neighborhood, and I have not once, not never run into them. Not it's, never, not know how. <laughs> I, well, that, well, that, for me, that came from um, the Drinking Out of Cups video. What is that? Oh, my God, you never seen this? No, what is it? Okay, so. Drinking Out of Cups this, video? This, it is, it is, is like a video. Is that, like, no, not at all, but thank you for asking. Um, great question. Um, the original viral video. Exactly. Um, um, so some people think that he's, like, on LSD and he's, like, narrating his trip, and other people are saying he's just, like, kind of stoned on a couch flipping through channels. So um, – Who is he? Just some dude that this guy's friends recorded and created an animated video based on. Okay. So based on everything he's narrating, the voice, it man, like, is – like, basically a lizard, an angry lizard that is crossing his arms the whole time. Oh, my God. And he's narrating Sounds whatever like it is. LSD. He's narrating whatever <laughs> it is in this video, and then things just pop up, like, based on what he's saying. Oh. So, like, who paid for this floor? Not me. I didn't pay for no floor. Not once, not never. And then, like, it's an animation <laughs> of just, like, a floor, a wood floor popping up, and then it'll go away when he's like, oh, Mr. Balloons. It's the balloon hands, and then it's like a dude like with balloon hands like rising up through the screen. Oh. It is. It sounds is, terrifying. It is hilarious. It sounds fucking scary. It is. It's great. I highly recommend if you haven't watched it by now. Yeah, would recommend ten would out rec- of ten. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, 
Well, thus so ended. The, the first tangent. <laughs> Balloon hands. Yeah. Wow. That is, that's going to haunt it's me. Cra- it's wild. And I, <laughs> I love it. We watched it at work once. And then just for a week, we just kept on being like, no way. No way. No way. Not know how. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, are we ready for the thing that happened this week? Yeah. Let's do it. Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? Okay, so this is like a one and a half part story. Um, it starts off like Well, with, you're only allowed three quarters of a story. Oh, so. man. I guess I'm going to have to save half of the story for next time. Um, <laughs> um, so this like started off a week and a half ago. I was going in for this audition. Um, I kind of had to play a little catch up. And so I had to run up the stairs in order to like get into the line. Yeah. Um, and on my way upstairs, I trip and, like, eat shit on these stairs, falling oh. up the stairs. And I didn't realize until I got home, when I took off my pants, because that's what you do when you get home, that my knee had been, like, cut open. Not, like, Ooh. anything bad, but it was, like, still a little, like, like, I, I was bleeding. Like, it had drawn blood. Oh, um, God. And then, like, my other leg, um, like, I had, like, skinned my, uh, my shin. So, Which happens in jeans. You were wearing jeans, right. right? Yeah, that happens where you don't really feel the the rub the rubbing burn, right? But it has pulled up a lot of your skin. Yeah. yeah. So I looked at that and I was like, "Oh well, that's a bummer." Yeah. And so then, cut to this week. I was helping teach. Um, I was helping teach friend of the pod Teresa Burns. Um, she is choreographing. Um, I wasn't teaching her. I was helping her to teach choreography. Mm-hmm. Um, she is choreographing Spring Awakening at Strasbourg, the Strasbourg Institute. And so um, I was assisting her in teaching uh, her audition choreography to Totally Fucked. So there... Blah, 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 exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Just like that. The, uh, the everything of every angsty teen in 2007 to 2010. Fun fact, my first audition, like professional audition ever, I was 16 for the Broadway company, Spring Awakening. Ooh. Yeah, for one of the, for one of the open calls or yeah, yes, yeah, we out here. I I came I came All to the, the game up. early. But wow, it was uh, it was a mess. Yeah, I was one of the first to go in, and I sang uh, some Kelly Clarkson, and whoever the casting associate or casting director was in the room, she said, "Hmm, probably going to be hearing a lot of this today, huh?" Oh wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hey, Kelly Clarkson was fucking cool. She still is. Yeah, she's fucking rad. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, but the choreography, um, it required us, like, to, like, kind of get on our knees and thrash around a little bit. And... Oh, no. So, midway, like... Does this need a trigger day, warning, Ian? No. I don't think so. I don't think so non-spoiler alert i did not draw blood again okay um so like we're like sort of midway through the day and i'm talking to the other assistant leah shea and i'm like i just remember that my knee hurts because i ate shit last week and like cut my knee open as a result and now like i'm on my knees and i'm dancing around and like that that, that's uncomfortable like i can do it i'm fine i'm fine like everything's fine i can do this it's fine it's fine it's fine right um, it's what I wanted. And <laughs> so I make it through the night. I'm fine. Like, 
my knees just kind of like sore because the wound, I guess, is still somewhat like it's healing. What a horrible word, wound. wound. I know. Kill me. It's not a great word. Ah, I hate that word. And so then I get home, I take off my pants again, and my kneecap is bright red. And Owie. like, it's not like necessarily swollen or like, it's nothing that I'm looking at and I go, I have to go to the doctor now, but it's just like bright red. Yeah. And like I'd never seen it. It's like when you've been clapping your hands for a long time. Right. Um, and so. Did you take a picture yes, of your I did. knees, Ian? Yes, I did. Ian is pulling up a photo right now. And so, Oh, Ian. Yeah. Wait, looks, let me see again. So like you, Claire can see like the small cut. The thing that I uh, also gets me is like, I hope you don't mind my saying, Ian's kind of a hairy guy. I am. And so it's very distinct that there's hair above and below his knees, but his knees are just like two naked babes <laughs> in the woods. Yup. Yep, that's uh, that's me. Yeah, um, that's how knees work. That's how knees is. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> and so I kind of just spent like the rest of the night like reclined on my couch with my legs up, just sort of like watching my knee, wondering like, is this okay? Did you ice or anything? Um, I don't even remember. Like, I think like I, all I remember is that like I just sort of like was staring at them like. That's pretty red. If you ever have an injury or a wound that you're supposed to take care of yourself because it's not bad enough to go to, like, urgent care or whatever, just remember rice. Rest, ice, compress, elevation. Ah, I thought you were going to literally say, like, take a bag of rice and, like... No, that's for phones. I know that. Are you a phone? I am... Sometimes I think I am. (laughs) Sometimes I turn into one. Sometimes I turn into one at night. Oh, well, um. I'm, I can't believe that you – I mean, I love FOP Teresa Burns. Right. But I also, like, damn, buddy, you went for it. I went for it. Blood, I didn't even sweat, realize. Blood, sweat, and tears. Literal blood, sweat, and, like, not, like – I don't think I cried this past week. I would cry. Sure. I literally Metaphor cried. Tears. I cried five times yesterday. Right. I cr- Did I tell you I'm off my hormones? <laughs> <laughs> So between the two of us, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, too much, too much crying all, all right. around. Yeah. So again, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, what is that song? And it's fine. It's, it's fine, fine. It's fine. fine. It's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, what is that? A miracle would happen, and every other girl would fly away from the last five years. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So all of this is to say, like, I can. <laughs> all I could think of was. They say suffer for your art, Ian. They say it'll be fun, Ian. Um, But yeah, like I'm... It's less insult to injury and more injury to injury. Right, exactly. So that was my my week. Oh my gosh. Well, I am sure that everyone is very grateful that you were there to assist the choreographic endeavor. And it was so much fun. Like I... Ooh, this siren is not where you are. Well, I'm glad you're okay now. Thank you. And it was worth it. <laughs> you are a wonderful dancer. Oh, thank you. You're a lovely dancer. Thank you. You're, uh, right. you're welcome. Nah. Nah. Right. What happened to you this week? And well, we got to go to the music. Oh, uh, we got to cue the music. Can you cue the music in that voice? What? Can you cue the music in yes. that voice? Cue the music. Cue the music. Claire, what happened to you this week? <laughs> Okay, so in the spirit of things going wrong, this is the things going wrong story to end all stories. All right, I'm ready. So last weekend, I was at a job interview, got Mm. the job. Yay! Are Um, you taking it? Yeah, yeah, I already took it. I already started. Great. housekeeping for a lovely family. 
Cool. Just some quiet hours for me to cook and clean. Great. Which is nice because the kids are at school. Ha ha. <laughs> but they have a Bank of America on the corner of their block. So, um, and I had money to deposit. So I went to the bank afterward. And this is like a Saturday at, I don't know, noon. It's like lunchtime. Sure. But I was really tired because I had to get up early for the interview, but I had, for some reason, stayed up late the night before. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of just that perfect mix of, like, I really need to go home and take a nap. And I'm like, okay, the last thing I'll do before I go home and nap is go to Bank of America. So I go, and I put my debit card into the ATM, and it prompts my PIN number, and I punch the PIN. And then I wanted to deposit money. But it wasn't an option. It said that uh, – I, I looked at the machine and I realized that it had a money-giving slot, but it didn't have a money-taking slot. Mm. And it was one of those – it wasn't at a bank branch. It was like a, a cell of ATMs that are right. kind of like freestanding. So I was like, oh, I'll just cancel this and move to the one next to it that does have a, a deposit slot. And so I cancel the transaction and it says, please take your card. And my card never came out. Yeah. So there's like a strip with a, a number to call if the ATM is out of order. So I call that number and I read them the ATM serial number. And they're like, okay, hold on. We're going to talk to IT. So they put me on hold and they talk to IT and to card security and all the people they need to talk to while I'm standing there. And you know how ATMs have a security camera in the face of them? Mm -hmm. So she comes back, the, the representative comes back occasionally to say, okay, Claire or Julia, my first name's Julia. She's like, okay, Julia, we see you at the ATM. Um, tell us what you see on the screen right now. I'm like, it says that the ATM's out of order. She's like, okay, that's the screen we're trying to put up. Good, that's good. Um, what did you see before this happened? I said, everything looked normal. I canceled the transaction. It said, are you sure? I said, yes. It said, take your car. And the card never came. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to talk to them again. So she goes away for a little bit. And then she comes back and she says, okay, so unfortunately the machine is out of order. We were already alerted that this machine had issues. And I was like, okay then why wasn't it marked but right, right whatever because you know when you walk up to an atm and there's like advertisements for that bank on right the, yeah it looked completely normal the screen was completely normal so then she's like there's a uh repairman like on his way from it to like fix the atm but we're going to have to at this time issue you a new card by mail with the same number and i was like well can I just wait here for the guy and he can right. retrieve my card? And she said, unfortunately, no. The machine pulled your card into an inner chamber and shredded it as a standard <gasps> security measure. What? Right? I screamed into the phone, like almost involuntarily. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, unfortunately, all of our ATMs are equipped with this feature. It's to prevent, like, it, it's for fraud protection. And I was like, but my card was a Bank of America card in a Bank of America ATM. Right. And she was like, well, I'm so sorry, but unfortunately the card is in fact shredded. So, um, can I help you with anything else today? Wow. So here's what happens next, right? I'm on a saga now because I have to go to a bank branch to get mm -hmm. a temp card. Right. So I 
start walking down Broadway. I'm on the Upper West Side. I start walking down Broadway and I go to the next available Bank of America. It's closed. It's Saturday. I just want to remind everyone, Saturday, banks are open. So that was frustrating. It wasn't a holiday weekend. I was super confused. I know know Bank of America will close early on a Saturday. No, it wasn't open at all that day. Oh. Yeah. And so then I call my dad, right, because I'm panicking and my dad's like the money guy. Right. And I'm like, Dad, the the machine took my car and I'm off my hormones. And so <laughs> – Right, right, right. And so my dad's like, hold on, hold on. And uh, this is really where, where it started to get me, where I started getting frustrated. And he was really only trying to help. And he's like, hold on, I'll pull up my Bank of America app and find the next closest branch. I was like, Dad, Google can do that. And he was like, no, no, no. The Bank of America app knows when they're open or not. And I was like, Dad. Google knows that too, Dad. Okay, whatever. So then I have to – so then he's like talking me through on the phone while simultaneously using the same phone to open <laughs> an app. To tell me that every Bank of America on the Upper West Side, except for 72nd, is closed. So, I get on the train. I go down to 72nd and Broadway. Everybody knows this Bank of America because it's, like, one from the future. It looks fucking crazy. So, I go in there, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, of course we can help you with a temp card. Will you just wait right here, and uh, you'll be next. And then about five minutes passes, and he comes over, and he's like, excuse me, Miss Manship? I'm like, yeah, Hi. He goes, unfortunately, after you arrived here, someone scheduled an appointment through the app on their phone, and it's our company policy that we need to serve them first. So can you wait, like, 45 minutes? Oh, God. And I was like, uh, no, I can't wait 45 minutes, sir. I've already lost most of my day and all of my free time to this issue because, like, I know it wasn't his doing. Right. And I made that clear to him. I was like, I know you didn't do this, but it's your company policy also that you need to rectify mistakes that you've made, is it not? Mm-hmm. Your company ate my debit card. L- like, literally. One, one that it issued me. Right. So then eventually he's like, I'm so sorry, but that's, like, all I can offer you. You're welcome to go, like, get some lunch and come back. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to wait here. And I'm glad I did because then they could see me in about 15 minutes. I'd oh, have to good. wait 45. Oh, good. And – It was just, I don't know, again, the cherry on top that when I got the temp card, the woman that I was dealing with at the bank branch was like, so are you having a good day today? Oh, damn. And I was like, I don't know if anyone explained to you why I'm here. And she was like, no, what happened? I was like, the (sighs) ATM shredded my debit card. She goes, huh, weird. Well, I am so sorry to hear that. But otherwise, are you having a good day? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I know we're talking customer service here, but come on, guys. I've done that before in selling stuff. Like, Ugh. I was helping someone buy a phone, and I was like, so how's your day going? And he goes, well, I just dropped another $1,000 on a phone, so. like, right. And I was like, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. All right, well. Um, Silver lining, now you have a phone. I was like, yeah, so um, good news. It's only 11 a.m. Uh, whole day's ahead of you. Yeah, the day can it go up from here. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, oh man. my gosh. Oh, God. That is so stressful. Yeah. And congratulations because you are officially a stronger person for dealing with all of that. Makes me that much stronger. Makes, Makes me a little, little bit wiser. Make me. I don't know what the words are. But yeah. Fighter. Fighter. Um, 
Shout out to Pop Brittany. I thought you were going to say shout out to friend of the pod, Christina Aguilera. Oh, she is a friend of the pod. Oh, yeah. She's a regular listener. Yeah. Extina has been on so many exactly, times. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's the third host. She really is. Yes. Uh, love our, you, baby. Yeah. Love you. Brittany forever. Okay. So. <laughs> um, okay. So that is my thing that happened this week. Yeesh. Yeesh, honey bun. All right. All right. Well, on to the quiz. On to the quiz. Here we go. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? Oh, man. You know what I'm obsessed with? I'm obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts this week. Dunkin'. I'm actually I'm one of the I'm one of those crazy people who kind of prefers Dunkin' to Starbucks. You don't are at a me, heathen, my friend. Don't at me at this week's thing at gmail.com. Write a very strongly worded letter. Um, but yeah, so I'm it's I'm taking comfort in it right now, even though they definitely got my order wrong. Um, I ordered French vanilla with milk and sugar. I don't taste the French vanilla, and this is definitely cream. Um, otherwise obsessed. <laughs> Sounds like they fucked you, buddy, and you're just dying on that hill. Didn't even, didn't <laughs> even, didn't even buy me breakfast. Of course not. You know, when I hear the word Duncan, I think, oh, I just got a booger. Sorry. Okay. Whenever I hear the word Duncan, I think of, um, Duncan go-tos. It's like kind yeah. of a new thing they're doing, but oh, yeah. it's like the only thing I can hear in my head, I think is that commercial's on Hulu a lot. Mm. So Duncan go-tos, Duncan go-tos. That's what I hear. Right, right, Yeah, right. that's, that's the vibe. Okay, question number two. Three fingers up, please. Aren't we back to Would You Rather? Oh, fuck. Okay, sure. Ooh, was that loud? No, that <laughs> actually, that, that didn't beat somehow. That one's fine. Okay. Would you rather live... Okay, let's say that you could survive in both of these conditions. Sure. Like, comfortably. Sure. Would you rather live at the top of Kilimanjaro or at the bottom of the Marianas Trench? I feel like I'm not fully aware of what the climate conditions are on either place. Um, high mountaintop would be, like, cold as fuck, though, right? Yeah, and the Marianas Trench is, like, high pressure under the ground. It's in, uh, it's in the water. Is Kilimanjaro still the highest point of land? I don't know. This is highest versus lowest, basically. Sure, ba- sure, sure. Or is it Everest? I, I thought it was Everest, Okay, but... Everest or the Marianas Trench? I'm... Nepal or the ocean? I'm, I'm, inclined to, I'm inclined to say, like, the ocean, just because I hate the cold. Okay. But, I mean, you did say it's if really I were able to really cold down there, too. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> There's no sunlight. <laughs> There's no sunlight. Then I, I guess Everest, because then at least there would be sunlight. There are blobfish, like, though. Oh, not a fan. Not a fan <laughs> of the blobfish, personally. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said it like they were cute. Right. <laughs> but there's blobfish. Okay, question number three. What are you watching slash listening Ooh. to? I watched the Ted Bundy tapes, mm. and um, I also, right afterward, watched um, the Lost Charlie Manson tapes. Jesus yeah, Christ, Yeah, Morgan Ian. and I kind of had, like, a serial killer weekend. Um, yeah. They were, they were both great. They were both very interesting. Also, um, quick interjection. Can I make one? Yeah. Fuck everyone who is glorifying how hot Ted Bundy oh. is. 100% He First off, not hot, okay? Just want to be clear that he had a unibrow. Second, <laughs> didn't he? He did, but I just, he someone, did. Someone I follow on Twitter was like, "Unibrows aren't not hot," and I'm like, "Yeah, no, they're not hot." No, she was saying they're not not hot, and I'm like, "No, they're just not hot." Right? Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, but 
Oh my like God. She was staying the case for unibrows. Anyway. Anyway, here's the thing. If you're glorifying somebody by the way they look and they don't, you think they're not capable of evil that they have admitted to doing, like, right. you've got to be fucking kidding me. Exactly. Even Netflix was like, come on, guys. Right. Um, yeah. Yeesh. Um, yeesh. Um, but I did feel sorry for his mom because I can't even imagine. Maybe I just am opening my empathetic well, but. Um, well, I, she didn't kill a bunch of people. She didn't, but it's like, I can't even imagine being like, oh, I raised a son, I think single mother, and he's a serial killer. Yeah, but Fuck. but to be in the place to have a mental break, to be in a, a serial killer, or to murder anyone purposefully, right? like, that has nothing to do with the way you were raised. That I has know. 100% to do with your brain chemistry. I know, and that's why I feel bad for the mom. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, and I'm about midway through Shit's Creek. Okay. Which I am loving. Fold um, in the cheese. Fold I don't in even the cheese. I don't even know this show, but that's the only thing I know it's, of it. Everything Catherine O'Hara does is brilliant and Eugene Levy. I was never What is this in the bottom of the water glass? It looks like a boogie. Oh yikes. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Fine. Ian's trying to poison me. <laughs> With the bogey. Um, <laughs> um Ron swears he got a bogey flavored one once. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll switch this out for you between shows if that's, that's okay. okay. Okay, so Eugene Levy is amazing. Um, <laughs> was never a huge fan of him until that show, so oh, big fan but he's now. He's so cute in American yeah. Pie. Um, but yeah, so those are the main watching, and um, I'm listening to Maggie Rogers heard it in a past life yes! so much. Yeah, it is such a great album. Uh huh. Oh, I'm such a big fan of hers Would now. You believe me now. Like that song. If like I told you I got caught up in a way. Like if I. Typically, I'm like, okay, what other songs does this person have other than, like, the single? And uh-huh. Light On is the single, but I'm like, I am so into the single. It's so good. My favorite, though, I've determined that my favorite song in the album is Overnight. Oh, Overnight is so good. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to play <laughs> And I'm going to replace your water while you do oh, that. Oh, well, thank you. I'm so excited. Okay, this is Overnight. It feels like we just put our listeners on hold. Oh, it's so great. It is so good. Could you find better hold music? Right? Really? Oh, my God. It's true. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it just storms my heart. I know. Such a good album. I love it. Okay, question number four. Who was the last person you texted that wasn't me? Um, it was... Or sexted? Oh, man. Ian, so who many was the last people. person you sexted is the real question. Oh, God. Who wasn't the last person I sexted? When was the last time I sexted? She's thinking. She's thinking. Definitely she's over thinking. a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was probably Nick Brigadier. You know, yeah. co-founder, Dapper, Dapper Dibs. D- Dapper, Dapper Dibs. Dibs. Is that what we're calling it now? Dapper Dib. Dapper Dib. Dapper Dib. Dapper Dib. Dapper Dib. Yeah, I think it was him, yeah. Thank you for this water. Of course, which I'm assuming is... Ian gave me non-boogie water. I'm, I'm glad. I feel <laughs> so bad about that because that that would have, like, freaked me the fuck out. That's okay. I'm fine with it. It's probably better. My immune system's getting stronger all the time. Yeah. One day it will take over. 
<laughs> okay, and question number five, one person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know who you'd like to wish well this week. Ooh, um, my friend Ali Farzetta. Um, Hi, Ali Farzetta. Yeah, one of my oldest, uh, not oldest friends, but like one of my first friends from college. Um, she was one of my like co-presidents um, as we were like raising up through the ranks of college. Co-presidents um, of what? Uh, um, so we had like three major the clubs. Nerd society. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> so we had three clubs: um, New Paltz chess Players Club, New Paltz Players Chess Club, and Nerd Club. Um, <laughs> But no, um, so new Doctor Paltz, Who fanatics. I, we did have plenty of those in the department. Um, <laughs> so, um, I was president of the New Paltz Players. Uh, she was president of the Theater Honor Society, mm-hmm. and um, our friend Adrian was the president of the basically like the Theater Tech Club. So, um, Allie went right from undergrad to getting her uh, grad degree at Florida State at Oslo Rep, and um, has been touring ever since. Has like booked one Shakespeare tour and has been with them nonstop. And I'm so thrilled for her because she's getting to play all these iconic roles that she is just perfect for. And um, yeah, and it couldn't have happened to a nicer gal. So yeah. Well, congrats, Ali Forzetta. Yes. My turn? Your turn. My turn. So what are you obsessed with this week, Claire Manship? I am obsessed with The Masked Singer. (laughs) Okay. Do you mean Jenna Maroney's show come to life? No! (laughs) <laughs> okay, yes, it's true. Although muffin top is all that, all I know that I know you want a piece of that, but I just want to dance. I think Claire quotes that song at least once a month on our show, like Clockwork. A hundred percent. It is a classic. You can't mm-hmm. live without it. Um, okay, so I'm obsessed with the Mass Singer. It's on Fox on Wednesday nights. Not an ad. It's just amazing. <laughs> um, every week, different celebrities is a loose word yeah they are anywhere between b and c list well-known people okay um (laughs) dress up in costumes that are supposed to be clues and then they give clues to the audience and the viewers every episode as to who they might be and then they sing a song right so someone who was revealed recently um, spoilers for the masked singer, but you really should be up on this because everyone's fucking talking about it. It's hilarious. So on the panel is Robin Thicke, uh, Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg, aka Don't Vaccinate Your Kids, bitch. Which Wahlberg is she married to? Donnie. All right. Yeah. Ken Jong, Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken. And Nicole Scherzinger of the Pussycat Dolls and the Broadway. The Broadway. The Broadway. And then it's hosted by Nick Cannon because he's no longer hosting AGT. Okay. This show is so good because there was a reveal a couple weeks ago that the poodle – so everybody's like a character, right? So there's like monster, poodle, bumblebee, alien, unicorn. Like they're all all, uh, charactered in this way, and they've Mm -hmm. chosen that character. The poodle was revealed to be – Margaret Cho, who is on Ken Jong's show, Dr. Ken, and nobody guessed it. Oh, man. Okay, it's amazing. Another reveal that recently happened that Dr. Ken did get right was um, the unicorn was Tori Spelling. Ah. Okay. And there were, like, a lot of Beverly Hills clues, so people thought maybe it was, like, Paris Hilton, but they'll Mm. throw in, like, red herrings. So, like, in her clue package, they would put up stuff like – 
uh, I love living in Beverly Hills. It's so hot. So then people thought mm. it was like Paris or Nicole or somebody. But no, it was Tori Spelling. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, that is to say that I am obsessed with the masked singer, and I'm pretty sure the monster is T-Pain. Oh, like they reveal it over time. Yeah, so every oh. episode, one person is voted to take their mask off and be kicked see. off the show. So, so far we had, there was some football guy, and then there was um, Terry Terry Bradshaw. Okay. The former football player and, and uh, NFL commentator. Okay. Tori Spelling, Margaret Cho, and I think that's it. Are these all, like, good singers? Are they all, like... Some of them are pretty good, but you can cool. also hear, like, the really heavy um, auto-tune on some of them. Sure. Everybody's pretty sure that the Bumblebee is Gladys Knight, Ooh. which I think is a pretty good guess. The monster is definitely T-Pain. All I know right. his voice. And um, I think the alien is Kendall Jenner. Like, I think that's oh the big... Oh, my God. I think that's the big coup that the show got, like, one major A-list celebrity. Right. And T-Pain's kind of A-list. Right. Um, they got, like, one, like... And I hate this word, influencer. No, she got a huge influencer, yeah. Right. And then there's a couple other that I'm I'm still trying to figure out. But, oh, and I'm pretty sure that the, um, one of them is um, Joey Fatone, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Who, like, used to be A-list. So, right. Yeah. Also the Broadway. Yes, of the Broadway. Yes. Yeah. So, cool. uh, the Masked Singer. <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather. Yeah. Have all of your clothes be made out of paper towel, bounty paper towel to be exact. Okay. Um, or out of garbage bags. Ooh. They can be reinforced with like materials. I like, think garbage bags. Mm, yeah. Okay. Because it's kind of that latex look. Ooh. Yeah. Very, very rent live. Not hot. <laughs> rent uh, not live, rent, you mean? Rent live-ish. <laughs> Those hashtags were Ugh, they got me the worst they got me man that was a bad that was just bad oh, it was man. just bad i don't know what else to Can say I about take it. a third tangent yeah take it um if you have not listened to love it or leave it from last weekend you have to because tawny newsome of yo is this racist does an amazing rant on rent live about the haters where it is so easy to like, bash the fact that they didn't have an understudy, but it's Hollywood. Like, it's not Broadway. Of course there's no understudy. It's so easy to bash, like, as she said, Tanache's vibrato or whatever. But what is important of all this is that they did Rent Live, which is a show about three interracial couples that brings awareness of, like, HIV and, like, um, like LGBT issues on Fox, of all networks, to blow all these old racist and sexist uh, hair back or racist and homophobes hair back. So it was a it was such an incredible rant, and I can't recommend it enough. So that's also what I'm listening to this week. Okay. Um, but thus ended the third tangent. Um, mm. But what are you watching and listening to? So besides The Masked Singer, I am catching up with Manifest right now. Right. Catching up on NPR Politics Podcast. Um, I'm also listening to more of Slate's Pop Culture ga uh, uh, Gab Fest. Mm. Um, the Slate, yeah, Pop Culture Gab Fest, I think it's what it's called. Um, I really like the spoiler specials, but I can't obviously listen to them until I've seen the thing they're talking about because they are really spoily. Really? I also recently went to see if Beale Street could talk. How was it? It's a beautiful film, and it knows it's a beautiful film. Mm. Yeah. It leans a little bit hard into, like, Sundance. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Um, but it's a beautiful film and a beautiful story. Great. And, um, yeah, there's some incredible acting going on. 
Yeah, just Maggie Rogers all day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, great. Um, last person you texted, aside from me? The last person I texted was a guy Ooh. from Hinge. Ooh. And he's super cute, Aww. and so I hope we go out. Yay. Yeah. All right, and finally, who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well former candidate for governor of the state of Georgia, Stacey Abrams. Literal queen. Yeah, she's a queen, queen and a half. She is a rising star. No jokes about it. I hate when people say that someone is a rising star in the, in the Democratic Party, but she really is. 100%. And uh, as of this recording, it's the week of the uh, State of the Union, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the State of the Not Union. Right. Um, and Stacey Abrams was chosen out of all of the Democrats that could have been chosen to right? give the uh, the counter the rebuttal argument. Yeah, the rebuttal, I guess. Um, and I think, yeah, she's just someone to watch out for. I think she has really great ideas and she, um, clearly cares about people who don't get a lot of attention in politics because she is one of them. Mm. So yeah, love her, love everything about her. Hope that she will run for Senate next year. Yes. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Chuck Schumer's gunning hard for her to run for Senate. I know. I love it. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. Chuck and Nancy. Chuck and Nancy. Chuck and Nancy. All right. Plug time? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. All right. I was going to say, should we do a fun fact or if thought you want of the to. week? Yeah. My fun thought of the week is that Starbucks is better than Dunkin'. Oh, all right. What's your fun fact or thought of the week? I don't like Cronuts. Oh, okay. I think Cronuts are overrated. Okay. I think they're a terrible texture. Coming for you, Dominique Ansel. Sorry. <laughs> Not for me. No Cronuts. No Cronuts to be had here. Um, okay, well, if you <laughs> I feel like we just kind of like, I like Starbucks better. I don't like Cronuts. Going on. <laughs> Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? You can find me at iBrodsky on Twitter and Instagram and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. And the show is at ThisWeeksThing.com, ThisWeeksThing at gmail.com, hashtag ThisWeeksThing, and at ThisWeeksThing is our handle on all social media. Make sure to like, comment, rate, subscribe on all your platforms, that being uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. We are a DDP. DDP. Dapper Devil Production, produced by Dapper Devil Parade on Twitter and at Dapper Devil Productions on the IG. Go follow our entire network and listen to our other shows. And uh, make sure you check out Claire's uh, concert. Yes, this is the last time I can plug it. Yeah. Okay, this will drop next Thursday, right? Yeah. Okay, so by the time this drops, it will be two days to get your tickets. Two days. For the Ladies Who Lunch 2, another evening for Planned Parenthood of New York City going Mm -hmm. up at Feinstein's 54 Below Broadway's Supper Club. It's going to be Saturday night, February 16th, 2019 at 11.30 p.m., Half of the proceeds are going directly back into Women in Our Community, Planned Parenthood of New York City. Um, And we got some fierce-ass singers. They do. Yeah. That lineup is ferocious. That lineup is dope, honey bun. We got people from The Last Ship, Orange is the New Black, The Lion King, Wicked, uh, The Prom. Uh, I feel like there are others, but basically it, you should come. You should come. Yeah, don't miss it, and uh, and we hope that we'll see you there. Yeah. Yeah. In okay. Mean, in the meantime. Yeah, I'm Claire Manchin. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And that was, that the, was thing the thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
was a Dapper Devil production. Say...